way back in the early 20-teens, a city fella from Minnesota and a wannabe cowpuncher from small-town Iowa came together to swap tall tales over the airwaves. They made lots of friends along the way, but even more enemies. By chance, they made acquaintance with a sodbuster from over the other side of the county, who felt obliged to butt in on their little show and give them the what-fors from time to time. After nigh on a decade of pointless blathering, one thing led to another, and they were unceremoniously tossed out on their ear from their little radio show. Eventually, this ragtag group found their way back together and decided to start a little podcast we like to call Dutch by Association. Drove all the way home intending to drive here. No. No, I had... First, I had a phone call from a contractor, and then I got a phone call from a competitor. Ooh. And was Buying you out? No. Wow. Okay. Visiting with me about different things going on and Price projects. Fixing. Price fixing. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I just was like super focused on the conversation and and then just completely like when I left the office at like four forty five, I've the podcast never once crossed my mind. An hour ago. We have been texting all freaking day and it and never been, never once crossed your mind. After four forty five that long to drive home? No, no, no. I was I was outside he, looking at an air conditioner. He went oh, talking oh, on the oh, phone. Oh. He had a beer somewhere. You nope. know he did. Nope. You know uh-huh. he did. Uh-huh. I wish I had. But ah, I they can wait. I was like, well, at least I wasn't as bad as the one time Wayne was at the city council meeting. Well, That's what I kept thinking. Like, I could control that. You, this was all your own damn fault. You could control it. Dudes, I got to go. This is yep, I'm what all, we're talking about. This is bull. Well, just well, which is which is essentially what I did in that particular instance. Like, seriously, now we're just going back and forth. We're going around in a circle. I need it's to, not getting I need, us anywhere. I need to collect my $15. And uh, <laughs> if I'm not part of uh, the vote for adjourn, I don't get it. Uh, it's 45. Thank you very much. Ridiculous. <laughs> I know. So little. Should be paid a lot more. Hey, welcome to episode 57. Well, as no, much as the... It, is, is it? I thought it's 58. It's 58. Episode 58 of the Dutch I, I don't know. I don't know that it matters. I think... No, it is 58. You are 100% on the money. For as much as your property taxes increase, they should be able to pay you far more than that $45. (laughs) He was getting by pretty cheap. Well, okay. I damn near turned him into the assessor last year. Freaking Captain Scrooge over here was like, (laughs) you were my buddy. I remember remember this time last year, I said, geez, did yours go up and... Oh, mine are uh, less than your old house, Mitch, in my brand new mansion. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm not are sure you? that's how that went. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. I would. I did. I had to find a house in Sheldon, and it's right next door to a house I didn't know existed, like a really nice house. Like they tore a house down and built a nice house on Wilson. And so I looked it up. And is that one of the presidential streets? It is. It's out there in that yeah, neighborhood, yeah, yeah. but it's <laughs> it's it's an east west street, and oh, it branches off of like whatever. Yeah, Washington, and okay, anyhow, and I'm like, oh wow, that house is being assessed for four hundred and some grand. I should send this to you guys, and then I, I didn't because I want to keep piling on this. You're not being adequately assessed 
for what you live in. Yeah, so uh, Osceola County. No, you're O'Brien County yet. We should talk to the assessor about what's happening in the county and how they need to send people out to look at uh, some of these farm places that have been... That have been fixed up that no one knows knows about. From the ground up. He called me and, and he was like, hey, Aaron, it's Seth. Can you send me like your blueprints for your addition and then some pictures now that you're done on the outside? Because the whole COVID thing, we're not supposed to like go out and poke around and stuff. So... I, I did what I was asked and sent him. And took pictures of, of the an inside of a customer's house. <laughs> there it is. Oh, never, never mind Wood paneling. That's odd in a brand new home. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's coming around. It's art, art couture. Uh, Didn't know they made uh, orange and gold linoleum any longer, but oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't go up. I, I, it maybe next year is the year that I'm paying for the year behind. That's finally the first full year my house has been nice. I don't know. They're still very cheap, my taxes. Well, you live outside of the city. That yeah. makes a huge difference. But what they assess it at, not what I pay, but what I'm being assessed at. Like, they're saying my house is like 160000 or something. <laughs> and that's like the amount of money Well, you they assess at half of the value. <laughs> Shit, if that were the case... Yeah, they do. Look at look at your tax bill. Uh, you yeah, mean it shows pay- the assessment, and then you pay based on half of that value. Sure, you pay on half. Oh, of that, but oh it, I thought you were saying it was assessed at half its actual value. Like your house is worth twice. No, of what no, that's assessed. not what I'm okay. saying. Okay, okay. Like, I was going to say like that's what it sounds like. Yeah, um, if I had that, hey, mu- <laughs> I don't know what you're complaining about anyway. It's not that bad. Our taxes? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was thinking about this because uh, you were the primary bitcher. So I'm, I'm curious to see I how was you did because the it went up, and then I didn't realize that the website had not updated yet. So, so I was looking at my so neighbors' you, houses that were, were all built the same year, are bigger than mine, and have a bigger garage. And it it's appears, a garage oh, thing that gets them. It's it's oh okay. yeah, that, well, it's a little bit of envy. why the people that built my house didn't make the garage bigger just. Mm. Drives me nuts because the people Save that five hundred dollars because the people yeah that, yeah that, this garage that's expensive space no you know, it's because the people that lived in there drove sedans yeah well that <laughs> and didn't have known. kids yet I don't think maybe when they maybe built not. it yeah. maybe not I don't know it was probably a blueprint but they anyhow, bought didn't think about it you know yeah there but are it would have been so cheap to add square footage to the garage and that's really stall. my and I have a third stall add a fourth <laughs> stall. I don't have room. <laughs> Move your AC, then you do. Well, then I cover up my bedroom window. Don't need it. Well, yeah, what do you Lines need? Always pulled? No, bathroom window. Excuse me. Even uh, better. Same. Do you, well, you whatever. <laughs> I'm not spending the money anyway. It would have been way cheaper for them to do it up front. So you were all hot and bothered when you two got your mail. I think they send them out like, okay, we're going to do the 51201s today. That way we get all their phone calls tomorrow. Yeah. And then we'll could, do the 51248s the next day so you, we can field all their phone could calls. Could you imagine being in that office like the day that those things go out or like knowing the day that it goes out and then everyone's like, oh, I'm going to be on vacation tomorrow. Uh, can I take a vacation day? <laughs> they all wear a bulletproof vest to work. And- Did you get your assessment on your your uh, farm ground? Yes. And of course it went down because farmland is declining. <laughs> Decreasing <in> value. value. <laughs> That's, a, oh, that's did, amazing. And, and, it's and, a year behind, though. And did you call so. the assessor to bitch about that, Mr. Uh, 
Is this, uh, well, it did is not this go the, down uh, enough to offset uh, the increase on my residential property. Is, but what is, I, what is I was going to say. Uh, the turn in poachers or turn in the under assessed hotline. I got a hot oh, tip for 1 800 tax tip. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, if you really look at it from a thousand foot view, do I hate paying taxes and do I think, oh my gosh, it's too high? Of course. I would prefer to pay less, wouldn't we all? Yes. But I look at what I pay. Per month in property taxes for my house. Okay, on my house it happens to be about mm, four hundred and fifty bucks a month, which is a lot. That's a lot. But, but all right, you go to a lot of cities where they have a homeowners association, and you live in a little neighborhood, and you pay HOA fees of three hundred dollars a month, and you think, well, but I, you know, I got a pool, and I have tennis courts, and and there's a community clubhouse that i can use and mm-hmm. they make sure that the streets are kept clean and blah 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 and you still pay property tax on top of that but you think well it's only 300 bucks a month to have all these amenities and i drive around sheldon and we have an event center we have a school that my children attend that i don't pay tuition for we have nice streets wait 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 you have what you don't pay you don't have to pay to send your kids to school <laughs> no no i know this is foreign to you aaron well, this is an option, actually. So what? Maybe guess, not for you personally, but well, it is an option I guess for what, most of us. What I'm curious about is when you received your assessment and you had evaluated these things, did you... It took me a while to come to this conclusion, if that's what you're wondering. Well, yeah, but I'm wondering <laughs> if you had, um, had come with some sort of life jacket so that way you could save yourself from uh, drowning... Uh, due to the albatross across the neck of the <laughs> oh, citizens sure. of Sheldon. Yeah, no, the the albatross is one of the amenities that you know what I'm I'm glad to uh, that my named. tax bill. He's yeah, glad I to have named. It. I named an albatross. You know, I've never seen the plaque in there. By the way, I, I was supposed it's to coming. have a plaque. It's coming. It's a must be on back order. Back COVID, yeah, COVID supply COVID. chain issues from five from- years ago. <laughs> But really, seriously, if you think about all of the things that that money provides, and then the fact that most people's tax bill is less than that, yep. like I'm not saying mine's on the high end, but it's probably in the upper half for sure within the town of Sheldon. So the average person is probably more like, what, I don't know, 250, 300 bucks a month. That's an insane value. You think about, they come and plow my street every time it snows. And I think it's cheap to have somebody clear the snow in my driveway for 25 bucks. And they do that, you know, a few times a year. Snowplow goes by, puts salt down, they sweep the streets. Wow. They do all this you stuff just, for me. This is Now, Aaron, Aaron. It is. It's an insane value. Aaron, think about this. If we, you could sign up for a subscription that does all the stuff that the city does for you for that amount per month, you would do it in a heartbeat. So, yeah. think of this. The three of us have been friends for... Seven, seven oh, or eight years, seven, eight probably, years. is where we're at. Does it seem like as time wears on, Mitch becomes more and more Democrat? That is not a Democrat oh, for sure. thing oh, at all. For sure. I'm grateful, I am not I'm a Democrat. I'm grateful you know, for these taxes. I'm, if they had a, I'm not grateful for the taxes. I'm saying if you actually look at it, at what you get for your local taxes, federal taxes whole different story yep, yep. state but state taxes mm, nah. it's harder to see because you don't see the effect on you personally like you do I with mean, the city like you do with the city that 
Yeah, I just think you could really put together a nice video for the assessor's site. <laughs> look at what you get. Look at well, this no, insane value. I can drive across the county and go to our nature center, and I can swim for free at multiple different uh, county parks and go hiking and do all this stuff that I don't actually do. But I could. But I could, could. And I can do that by paying a you relatively could. reasonable amount. Yep. And if you, yep. So yep. I think the problem, especially when when people talk about too damn high, well, and it's is, it's is that, not like there's like I don't think there are dumb things no. that we spend money on, and that we probably could reduce our tax bill. I'm just saying, if you really take yourself out of it and say, would I pay X dollars per month to have all that stuff at my disposal? Most people would say. One hundred percent, yes, I would. I think that you you inject government into it and call it taxes, right? Yeah, yeah. Then it changes the way you think about it. But what I do think is that people don't necessarily have a like a barometer or something to compare the tax amount that they're paying against, right? So if you're saying that you're being assessed at whatever your, because because it's so conditional, right? You've got your, what this particular assessor dictates that your domicile is worth. And then the very specific tax structure uh, that is based upon where you live. So how do you say that, for what I'm getting, my tax is too damn high. Like, you don't have, there, there's no real good way to say, like, hey, well, you know, like, to, to, like, your argument, like, the value, you can't, it's hard to make the value argument when you don't have something to compare it to, right? Because it's not like it's an apples to apples comparison. If you were going to say, like, well, if I had my house in Sioux Center, then it would be, well, okay, if you had it in, a, in Sioux Center, the taxes would be roughly the same and they'd be assessed more. Mm. Or maybe the taxes would be a little bit lower because they've got a municipal utility that they can draw. No, their uh, taxes are still higher than ours. Are they, they, they pay more. Look, look, at a, look at a house, comparable square footage and age. Guarantee you it's 10 to 15% higher at least. That's not what Marv but, said. But how, <laughs> Oh, well. Well, how much of that? Then I must be wrong, obviously. <laughs> but how much? So like, the other thing you have to look at, too, that I have to try and answer for as a politician, how much of that is due to the tax rate versus the their, assessed value? Their rate is lower. Their assessed value is higher. Correct. Yes. That is, then that's the hardest thing to try and, and, and argue. But effectively, I don't really care how they, what the formula is. It ultimately, what I care about is how much I have to pay. Yep. It's well, like, but well, that, hey, that, our rate is a third of theirs, but our valuations are three times as much. But that's, so, that's oh, where well, you lose. Yeah. Who cares? And that, that's what, it doesn't make any difference to me at that point. Well, and and so we lose out on the the municipal utility money, right? So since we do not have that income, we have to offset some of those costs via tax, and anyone. Uh, you know, if you guys remember back two, three years ago, we tried to uh, implement a franchise fee on Mid-American Energy customers. Is uh, it being a way for people who do not own property but still live here and enjoy the amenities that the city offers a means of contributing to said amenities? Now, we got uh, tarred and feathered during that process. It was my first year on the council, and I was ready to quit over all of the just, uh, just, just, 
everyone just assuming that, oh, this is just another way, just another money grab, just another money grab. They're just going to keep raising our taxes. Well, no, maybe, no, just maybe. It's the short-sighted thing that really pissed me off. Like, okay, what if, now let's just think about it. What if we raise, we generate this revenue from a brand new income stream that does not, that did not previously exist, and this would be the renters of Sheldon? Would we have uh, to? What? I thought we were saying that that was going to come from Ag Partners and AGP. No, no, no. That was uh, with their uh, because that was like what we told you guys. That was I mean, the water and no, because they they burned so much natural gas cooking them beans all summer. Are you trying and to start another pellets? No. Now Mitch will tell you that renters pay their fair share in property tax through their oh, rent it's a, it's and past, their landlord. Yeah. Yeah. So I no, well, I they do. Do they? Well, I can't how do you are double dipping against renters? How, how do they not? Some people just aren't they fit pay, to They own, pay they pay the home. landlord who then pays the taxes. Do you think the uh, landlords just well, geez, I can't pass that along to them. That no, wouldn't be no, fair. No, it's no. my property after all. These are my taxes and that's my responsibility. So so then um based on that logic you would be against a, a franchise fee? No, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that Well, no, so the, what, the, what, you're saying that they're not contributing and I think that's a false narrative. Well, and they also pay sales tax just like everybody mm-hmm. else does. So uh have you ever well, you have certainly rented here. It is not mm-hmm. inexpensive to rent here. When I moved here, I could have either bought the house that I bought uh, or for the same amount per month lived in a uh, house that probably cost uh, a third as much or maybe half as much. So do you, you didn't think I was contributing, actually probably over contributing well, yeah, at the, that point. But right? you're not. You, so so uh, I'm not, uh, how would I not be? No, stop. It's not what I meant. <laughs> I said... I'm going to eat you some don't peanuts. see the you tax bill. No, so, so no, 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 no. Is no, that no, what you're no, saying? No, no. What I'm saying is that um, you said it's an over contribution. The over contribution part is the landlord making uh, money. It That's, wasn't an unfair amount of rent. I don't care that they make money. I'm 100% a capitalist and understand how they make money. And that's the trade off between renting and buying and the risk and blah, 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 upkeep, all of that stuff. It's not unfair but if if i'm paying that much more per month than what i could buy a house for and you're saying i don't have any skin in the game i don't think i think that's an unfair assessment okay well i'm I'm ultimately it's my income that was paying the tax bill i can uh, yeah i can i i can agree with your premise yeah I, i think you're right there but i think it was also um if you look at uh, municipal utility, for example, so that that situation does exist. They still have renters that are there that are still paying over and above, you know, well, based on, 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 on the criterion that you just did, laid out. Did you guys compare utility rates with communities with municipal utilities and whether a franchise fee would keep us comparable on that? No. Well, it wouldn't because we just... Because it's not municipal, we don't have the cost controls that we do that one would have. So what happens is, you, you I don't know that we can necessarily compare apples to apples in, a, uh, in comparison to, from a municipal utility to imposing a franchise fee. So 
the real L that we took was back in the late 80s, early 90s, when we had the opportunity to adopt the franchise or to adopt the the utility and, and make it our own. And uh, it was fought down. I don't know the specifics of the argument. I hear stories and I hear about, oh, man, what could have been? What could have been if only we uh, we played ball? But And a point, too, that had, if we had municipal utilities here, we would have money that we could spend on things that the city maybe shouldn't be spending money on. For example, we, do, we, we have a group chat amongst ourselves and some other people in Sioux County, mm-hmm. the three of us. And it's like, well, how is how can the Christian school in Sioux Center go to the city and say, we'd like a donation for our multi-million dollar expansion? Yep. Oh, well, you can do that with the municipal utilities. They could make the donation and the city can just, no, we didn't. Right. They did. The municipal utilities. And the same way in Sanborn, there are things that the, that the board, the municipal utilities board in Sanborn gives money to and awards money to that the city then just has, does, can wash their hands of it and say, we're not picking favorites. They are. Yep. It's up to a board that you yep. elect. And- mm-hmm. So, because if you, and there were ways that, like the municipal utility in Samor donated a chunk of money to the swimming pool and the swimming pool was built, or to playground equipment, or to the daycare, or to this organization or that, and we don't have that here. Uh, but at the same time, in if you're talking about a municipal utility, and you're using a Christian school as an example. Mm-hmm. The Christian school is a customer of the municipal utility. So yep. it's it's not that they're contributing to a private entity. They are uh, giving a donation to one of their customers. So that gets a little... Uh, that's but, where we talk about you know, the whole skin in the game thing, where, where you have a little bit more latitude than just saying, oh, it's just my tax dollars. Well, I'm sure that... Um, a school is going to generate a hefty electric bill, so they they have their skin in the game. Is it equal to uh, the the payout that uh, the the city utility is doing? Probably not. No, no. for certainly certainly it's not. not for the school. But if you say, okay, that school has six hundred students and represents three hundred fifty families. Okay, now that's twenty percent of our members users. So then it starts Rate to make payers, a little more yeah. sense that way. So. But anyhow, I'm just mad that you said I've become like an insane liberal. I, what the hell? And that I, was not. No, you want to put you want to bet on this? That's the does, insinuation. <laughs> does the does the franchise discussion stay in the podcast or will it be deleted? Why would I delete it? What do you think, Mitch? Does it stay in? Because when you listen back to it tomorrow, be, no, you'll no. be like. It's yeah, because, that, that didn't really no. go well for me. I'm going to delete no, that. No, absolutely. Oh, I not. was going to say, but yeah, but on the other hand, it's. But I was the one doing a lot of talking, so oh, I should shut. leave it in. <laughs> I had, you know, he hate, he hated the last podcast, and I was like, I don't know, I didn't think it was that bad. And no. I, Greta and I were talking about it. I said, yeah, Wayne didn't think it was any good. She's like, well, you weren't talking about him most of the time. Oh, shut up, both of you. <laughs> I said, it, it you're right. That, that is good. exactly because that is I exactly had, why. Because I had to edit <laughs> the shit out of it because every <laughs> single, you know, every single time you say something. Oh, maybe you should take that out. There were two things oh last my God. episode. Okay. That yeah, but they were, okay. It was two things brought up 12 times. So they, it was right. 24 yeah. different they were minor things. You, you, it's you, not like it was super offensive. I no, just thought better of it after the fact. But, like, I well, you're my brother. also made more freaking work for yours truly. 
Oh. And we appreciate it. Yeah, thank so, you. Thank mom, you. Mom, That's mom, not the attitude that I'm uh, picking up here. It's not what you're insinuating. You're talking about insinuations. Also, I barely talked about myself. <laughs> I, I didn't have anything to talk about with myself. We were uh, talking about uh, how butt hurt you were that we had the audacity to bring your brother on. That I was, was butt hurt. Uh, no, no, it was fine. I had to so, set the record straight. That's we were all camping it was. this last week, and my mom listened to the podcast while camping, and like immediately found. Like, like, were so, you there while she was listening to it? So no, you I could, probably like, was. See it no, live. no, no. Thankfully, no. <laughs> Just see the disappointment on right. mom's face exactly. through different parts of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> and maybe she was proud. I don't know, but. I'm going to guess probably not. not. <laughs> and she's like, so, uh, how long have you known Mitch? It's like, oh, I don't know. Kind of like you said earlier. Seven, six eight or years. Seven years, yeah. maybe, I suppose. You have a pretty good relationship with him? <laughs> like, yeah, I'd say so. Is he, Is he? I mean, like a good friend of yours? I'd say, yeah, yeah. I guess if I needed something, I'd probably, he'd be one of the first few guys I'd contact. Oh, okay. You guys sure seem to give him a hard time. And I think maybe that wouldn't be good if... <laughs> You know, you didn't have that relationship. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, Deb. Yep. Wow, Mom's Deb. looking out for you. I appreciate you. the sentiment. Yep. And if I had said, no, I really couldn't care less if Mitch was here today nah, and nah, gone tomorrow, just, yeah, then Mom would have been really mad at me and said, you need to treat that man better. But she's like, oh, you're friends? No, that's fine. Well, and, and if there's one thing I know about Deb, she is a straight shooter. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it is <laughs> yeah, 100% percent correct yeah, on that. You've got Deb on your side. 100%. All right, perfect. Good Appreciate person to have on your team. What was uh, the the conversation you had on his, for his 40th birthday? Like That was like the oh, first time right. that you met. Right. right oh what was uh, yeah, like, two I, years ago yeah I, yeah you were like sitting well, on the deck and then all of a sudden but it was dead. about but it part of it was about my front office help yeah yeah basically oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was about in essence he was talking about dumbasses more or less was, was kind of what it boiled down to and you found solidarity there yeah just in being intolerant of that you know <laughs> deb's intolerance of dumbassery was, well it's i wouldn't like, call it intolerance yeah, my, uh, just, no i call it intolerance she <laughs> no i would say mom's she, intolerant of she that. expects yeah. better from people she yeah. which yeah. is which is a noble trait like she hasn't been like scorned like the rest of us to just assume the worst and to expect less from those uh with whom we associate so Maybe we all need to take a page out of Deb's handbook and just expect more and also be disappointed more. Yep. High expectations. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Just sets yourself up for a lot of disappointment. But You guys seriously had a conversation about how I didn't like it because we didn't talk about me enough? <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of butthurt no, no, people this here. Is, this is actually, like, I'm, I'm starting to think about it. Like, it is I have never actually thought... I would say... Well, you must do it subconsciously then. If I had to put into percentages, you know, so we're on episode 58. If I... (laughs) See, the fact that you already start bloviating before I've even made my point... I know where you're headed with it. No, where am I heading? More peanuts. No, no, please, please. Keep going, guys. Please, please tell me. Mm. Where am I heading? No, you interrupted my 20-minute speech where I was going to say where I try not to talk a lot. No, that was not what I was going to say. Oh, are you, are you going to admit that you're wrong, or do we need to bring your brother on? I'm, I'm making a joke. Just. So I would say that in in 58 episode, 57 and one third of episodes that we've done, 90% of what I've edited out without asking, but upon my own like editorial privilege, has been me. 
Uh, well, yeah, that's not because it's like you don't think. Oh, you I, don't, I you really, don't think that's right. It's not because I really talked too much. No, it's, because, it's edited for well, brevity. No. Uh, oh. Well, Mitch and Aaron said stupid stuff, but that's fine. That can stand. Oh, but shut that, up. Where they made a good you know point. What? Where they made a good counterpoint against the dumb thing I said. Well, then that, 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 that. And the editing probably increases, like, the you guys wouldn't believe it, but the third section of these podcasts really takes some heavy editing of primarily me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to Very insinuate relative here? to the amount of high <laughs> by volume beers. Uh, speaking, hey, of, speaking of which, yeah, were, were you well, about to... Let's, let's, uh, let's <laughs> crack some of those Captain. open and we will uh, give credit where credit is due okay. in segment two right after this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me at least hit record before you start pontificating. <laughs> so, all right. Sneak peek into the break of segment one. We've nationalized all the elevators. Yep. So, apparently. Well, we haven't. Aaron has. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. And by we, I mean me in yep. the United States. Yep. We've nationalized all the feed mills, I should say. So, so explain by nationalize. What does nationalize I mean, the mean? government would take ownership. Okay. And your grain is, is mine. This is, is it, why. No, is no, 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 no. The grain isn't yours. The delivery system is the government. The, del- the government so will set up the delivery. Over, over the, con- the universal the infrastructure. grain care mill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obama <laughs> feed. How did this all start? Yes. This all started because the new Vision truck is in Sheldon. The Spencer Ag truck is in Sheldon. And FCS don't deliver anywhere within 10 miles of their feed mill. So let's... Let's get this figured out, boys. We can cut down 75% of our diesel usage. I'm going to lose my job. Sorry. Okay, there's so, unemployment for you. But so we're going to Apparently you're you're just not a big fan of capitalism is what it sounds like. No, well, I Okay, now th- I'm doing this all tongue in cheek. But let's think for a moment. Your elevators are now now the the hog buildings and the cattle buildings and the chicken buildings all get feed from within the from the closest feed mill no longer from spencer ag or new vision in laverne but that's or that, the fcs feed mill having to deliver across the state so lines. We're, we're also assuming that mm, you're going to ruin our local basis but you're also assuming that all feed is equal right like that everything is right i'm assuming that yeah no no and i'm i'm looking at it single dimensionally I'm not Obviously. looking. Uh, well, right. I don't care if anybody makes any money or anything. No. Correct. I'm well, not being what's serious best for here, the government, but that would improve uh, truck efficiency incredibly. So, because basically, that's what's wrong with the his whole goal is to be able to ride his bicycle down Highway 18 again. <laughs> that's how we got started on this. That's There's too much truck traffic to do it anymore. I don't dare ride my bicycle. <laughs> We were talking about how when we were kids, we could ride bikes everywhere. I was 18, and my folks didn't care. My buddy's folks didn't care, and away we rode. And you would never, never, never let your kids ride down the shoulder of highway 18 today our parents I, were different they said we got plenty of kids that's right we're still in our childbearing years yeah. can always replace them i guess yeah. them, <laughs> them hips is prime <laughs> so, well i think the, about that like my parents you know we grew up had guns that we 
we lived out on the farm. We'd go shoot guns and stuff, which is great. I wish that I was, it, it was easier for me to do that with my kids. Right. It teaches you a lot of responsibility and whatever. But my, we didn't have a locked cabinet or anything. I mean, there was a closet full of guns and ammo. <laughs> yep. And when my parents weren't home, I'd just go shoot stuff. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> See, I mean, I was like 11. I, I mean, yeah. I'm envisioning 10. the geese place where you have the closet with the ammo sitting right on top of the the foot-tall stack of Playboys. No, we didn't. Just, my dad was just not that whatever, kind of guy. Whatever you need. <laughs> they were the, it was a football foot tall stack of magazines that had the Marlboro coupons or whatever. Well, you you had to get the jacket. Yeah. I need to get, I wanted I'm that kayak so bad. <laughs> I really wanted the kayak. It. You never got it. My, my dad had this huge duffel bag, which it was a really nice duffel bag. My mom finally made him get rid of it like five years ago. She's like, cause they went to some nice hotel on vacation or whatever. Here's my dad with his big Marlboro duffel bag. Do you know how many Marlboro miles I needed for this? <laughs> I took seven years off my life for this duffel bag. She was a beaut, though. <laughs> she was a beaut. Probably made in America. You wouldn't be able to get a duffel bag like that anymore. Yeah, probably Shame not. she made them through. Are we gonna? Can we go find it at the village treasure I, chest? Well, I'm just wondering if it, it's probably like made by the monkeys that they fed the cigarettes to back in the day, and they're just <laughs> all right. Just just keep them in reds as long as they get they got their marb reds. Oh, I miss Marlboro <laughs> Reds. I really do. Don't miss them so much you go buy a pack on the way home. No, I, uh, it's been 20 plus years since I've had one. But so uh, you give you the background. Like I was, I grew up <laughs> doing a little math. Mitch in my is head doing here. some math. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Never mind. So 20 years ago, I was 18 and I tried one once on my 18th birthday. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, I had. Um, so how I got started on it, I think I was, I was, uh, I was a near do well. I was probably twelve or thirteen. Um, family friend had come by the house and had left a pack, and then uh, Ma had put it in the freezer to you know preserve freshness because that's what do, you do. That's right. You want to. You want It's it's precious tobacco. So then. <laughs> I stole one once, and I remember. Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was we had just moved into our new house, brand new house, and um, I had figured out how the patio door worked so it could be silent. So, just to give you, is that a, like a phone? There was like a switch on it. No, 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 no. It no, rang no. when you no, opened it, no. unless the switch was turned. <laughs> no, no. What you have to understand is, so before we had gotten into this house, we were living in a trailer park. And, and if you snuck out, the whole trailer shifted <laughs> as Wayne stepped out onto the front steps. <laughs> not what I was Wayne, saying. Not get what back I, in here. We not, know you left. Not what I was saying, but you're not wrong. But so just, yeah, give you like a little uh, tiny snapshot of my life. So I, you know, born and raised, grew up in a trailer park. And uh, there was one day that somebody who was... Um, entrepreneurially minded had uh, posted these signs up trade in your mobile home for new construction so like parents owned the mobile home you pay a lot rent and they said okay if you give us your mobile home we will give you a lot and then um, 
you know, then we can work on building your house. Mm-hmm. And that's how my family got to from lower to lower middle class. Was that the house that when you and I went to the Twins game, we stopped at? Correct. Was that the house? That was the house. Oh. That was the one that got built because of the fact that that sign was created. Hmm. I feel very nostalgic that I'm going, that I went from cigarettes to how I became uh, middle class, lower middle class. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> but Mitch uh, is feeling uncomfortable. He doesn't have a story like this. Oh, the, he's he- been, the heck the he doesn't. We're just talking about my Marlboro miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this whole trailer park game, you always had good, comfortable psst, living. Psst. Sutherland. Southern. Yeah, yeah but you had AC. Uh, I had AC, thank my you very much. Wasn't that trailer park? My Shit, parents yes, put in AC oh, when huh. I was a small child. Otherwise, yeah, we didn't. I don't no, remember I'm not, not even, having I'm it. not even talking about window AC. We had central AC. Central AC in the trailer. You bet. That's how you, they had some value to trade that baby in. You bet. Yep. For the lot. Very nice. But I, yeah, so getting back to... The freezer. Uh, yep. And I was uh, a ne'er do well child, twelve. Yeah, I bet I was twelve. And um, getting into the the rock music and how it rotted my brain, and thought, mm, I bet we could smoke one of these. They'll never notice one gone. Mm-hmm. They'll never notice one gone. They'll never notice one gone. <laughs> oh They'll no! Never <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> if I just leave one, Dad'll never know. <laughs> And yeah, that that was pretty much how that went. And then, um, so then from there, it went to, uh, there was my mom for a while drank vodka. I think she still does, but like hides it better. No. Well, after she found out that you found it. Well, let's see. I'm knocking on the door of 40, so I don't think she needs to hide too much. Well, no, but back then she was like, Wayne's found my vodka. I better hide it. My vodka keeps freezing in the freezer now. Yeah. Why could that no, be? That would you're not Doesn't you're not too far off. To you're have not, the punch it once. No, yeah, she was she was getting pissed about the water content. <laughs> oh, just put a little water in here. I'll never forget. Uh, I was going to a friend's house, and we were probably thirteen, fourteen. And he too was like a new, uh, like his parents' new built house, and we were way down in the basement, and they were two stories up. So we're like, oh, we had the uh, we had carte blanche to smoke our cigarettes and to drink our beer and do whatever else at twelve, at you know thirteen, at respectful Oh, that's age. much better. <laughs> Because they never, you know, they they wouldn't come downstairs as long as we were quiet again, knowing how to operate the patio door. Okay. And so it was, it got to this point where it's like, okay, well, I didn't plan on going over there for the night. It, quickly, we both realized that our parents were okay with it. Then it's like, okay, Wayne, what can you steal? So I found this, uh, like, a, it's a thermal mug from a gas station. Like, you know, the kind that you buy it and you get free refills on your coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I want to say the liquor cabinet contained Bailey's, Kahlua, vodka, Jim Beam, and some sort of fruit. Oh, please and- tell me you put this all in one. Hundred percent. We put oh, yeah. it all in. Oh this. wow! Yeah, that's the worst kind of jungle juice oh, yeah. imaginable. <laughs> so it was all gray. That was the color. Mm, yeah. And and what was worse 
was that, okay, I was feeling pretty good about myself. Like, oh, don't worry about me, Ma. I'm just bringing a jug of... Just like I always do. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was was a rock and roller back then. So when we'd go over there, uh, my friend was a drummer. I was a guitar player. So I would bring my guitar and I'd bring my amp. So I remember having everything like... On the landing, we're in a split level, you know, the kind where you walk in and you have to go either up or down. Yeah. So I had everything in, in the landing there. I had my amplifier, I had my guitar, I had my overnight bag, and my travel mug. Mm-hmm. And the, the darn thing sprung a leak. Oh, no. As dude was pulling up into the driveway. So did you chug it quick? No, 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 no. That's <laughs> what you do now. Uh, you True. No, uh, that was never drank because of that incident. And I don't know, to this day, I don't know how I got it done. But I got everything cleaned up, put away, and was like, okay, yep, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go. And nobody was ever the wiser. Well, I'm assuming, Aaron, your parents didn't even have a liquor cabinet to raid. Correct. Yeah. My story goes a little different. So my birth- my birthday is August 15th. So I graduated high school, worked the summer. August 15 rolled around. I'm loading up my stuff. I'm going to move to Sioux Falls. So Southeast Tech didn't have dorms. You had to uh, find an apartment. And the only way you're going to get an apartment there as 18-year-olds, yeah, you have to have co-signers on your lease. I went in potluck. So I had three guys I didn't know and myself. We signed for the apartment. And I'm up there. And I don't remember if it was, we must, we did that like early August. I'm up there on the 15th and it's like, it's my birthday. Okay. I'm going to go buy what I can buy a pack of cigarettes now. So I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes. So I go get the Marlboro lights and all 100s. No, (laughs) (laughs) they're, they're longer. They last longer. That speaks to my heritage. It's before he found American spirits. But anyway. <laughs> and so I get back to the apartment and from the apartment, you could, we had a ground floor. So you could park in the parking lot, walk through the yard a little ways. And there was your, there was your patio door into your apartment. So I get, get home and I take the pack of cigarettes and I start packing them like the boys do <laughs> on my walk yep. to the, to it back into my yeah. apartment. And, yeah, I've done this before. And um, <laughs> probably did it backwards. Probably did. <laughs> so I get to the patio door and I look up and who do I see? My mom. <laughs> my mom had come to visit. I just found these and I was pounding them into my fist because I was so angry that <laughs> someone bad. would have the audacity bad, bad to smoke. Bad. <laughs> Ew, no. Baby boy's so, birthday. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, mom. This is the first time I've bought cigarettes. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, they're not for me. I don't know how to smoke. I was buying them for my underage friend. No. Oh, wait. No, that's worse. Golly. I, I just remember that being one of the most stressful events in my life. <laughs> just packing these cigarettes, walking up like a big man. No, I bought some cigarettes. Did she make you smoke the whole pack in front of her then? Did <laughs> to teach me a lesson? <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, okay. All right, all right. Well, no, well, I, well, she, she left them. Just did, like, did, did she acknowledge their existence or did she just do just the pre- whole like... No, I'm going to pretend that I don't see this, but I'm going to hope uh, that my my dumbass son does what's right. 
Now, I don't remember what happened after that. It's just what's burned into my memory is looking up and seeing my mom through the glass of the patio door, watching me strut my stuff, <laughs> packing those cigarettes. <laughs> so the weird, so the weirdest encounter that I've ever had, I'm sure that I've saved this, shared the story, but, but this has reminded me of it. When I was, you know, again, the ne'er-do-well teen, um, so we'd, we'd go out and find wooded areas in which to smoke these confiscated cigarettes. And we were uh, one time in this area that there was a hollowed out log. You, yeah, stump. you point to the, yeah, this, this log shows up a lot in our podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, we've heard it a couple times. We've talked about this. We're, we're, I found my love for the fairer sex. <laughs> See, Mom. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. See, my time where I like kind of got caught uh, doing this kind of thing, I was fifteen. What the, the Wayne with the log type of thing? No, 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 not or the, that. Or no, the me and the cigarette. No, 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 I was, no, I I was a little classier than that. <laughs> you no. just weren't as lucky. Whatever. <laughs> no, when I was about, I think I was fifteen because I think I was a freshman in high school, roughly. Anyway, uh, I. My parents let me, I was going to bring a couple buddies up to the lakes for the weekend. Nah, to the cabin. To the mm-hmm. cabin. Yes, correct. And it was cabin. definitely a cabin <laughs> at that point. Oh, it wasn't the... It's not. It's I less of a cabin now. I still call it yeah. a cabin. But it was It was a basement with a roof on it, basically. Anyway, not the point of the story, Aaron. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Sorry. You derailed I'll be quiet So now. one of my buddies, he gets the idea he's going he's gonna to sneak in some liquor that he stole from his, yeah. from his parents. At 15, that's a great At idea. 15. I know, it, it wasn't my idea. I didn't know he did it till he oh, got there. Shut up. No, oh, no, no, we didn't have like this big grand plan. <laughs> um, but it's not like I was going to well, tell you, him to dump it out. You couldn't so let's, text each other. You didn't know what your buddies no, had planned I had no until you idea. got together. We, we, he got up there. He's like, check out what I got. It's a bottle of, well, partial bottle of whiskey that he had stolen out of his parents' liquor cabinet. It's like, oh, well, you know, keep that hidden. And we'll but we'll sne- talk about it later. We'll, we'll sneak it out, you know, after my parents go to bed or something. Okay. And my brother was really nosy. Like, he was kind of notorious. If I had friends over, he'd rifle through their stuff. It's because so he, he wanted been, to be you. And he, he, he would have be been like eight or nine. Eight, nine or ten, probably. Okay. In that round there. So, okay, so my buddy, age, my yeah. buddy leaves this in his duffel bag <laughs> in, our, in the bedroom, which was a shared bedroom for all the kids, bunk beds and stuff in there. And uh, Aaron apparently rifles through his bag, and he comes oh, no. out, and he's like, Hey, Mom and Dad, guess what's in Alex's bag? <gasps> and we're all looking at each How other like... How is he still alive? What? <laughs> oh, no. Nothing's in his bag. Shut the hell up, you know? And he's like, there's a bottle of whiskey. And we're like, no, there's not. That's a bunch of crap. You're, you're full of an Aaron. And he's like, he's like, yeah, there is. And Alex says, oh, if there's really a bottle of whiskey, why don't you tell me what kind it is? Aaron, it's Seagram Seven Crown Whiskey, <laughs> made in Windsor, Canada, or something. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh that that's awful specific. Wow. And my parents just didn't say anything. They just uh, waited for Alex to go uh, to the room, sneak off to the room a little while later, and then he found a way to go dump it in the yard and ditch the bottle. And the problem fixed. The itself. problem fixed itself. <laughs> 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 oh 
Oh, you little son of a gun. But it probably kept me out of trouble. I, I didn't need to be drinking whiskey when I was 15. I'd never... Yeah, you know I wouldn't what? have your any way how to handle saved it. your life. Who knows where you'd be had he not battled on you that day. Yep. So thankful for that. I, I, but <laughs> I do think part. about how... And, and I've shared this story with other people, you know... Uh, especially when we talk about Aaron, who's all... Me? Yeah. Me this time. Uh, you know, Mr. Lives Underneath a Rock. You know, he doesn't, you know, really go out for anything. And mm-hmm. and I... Can tell, I go home now? I tell people that, you know, Aaron is who he is because he had the experience in Sioux Falls. He does not prefer to live that life, but it certainly gave you... Uh, perspective that you would not have had otherwise. Oh, for sure. Made you much more worldly and uh, understanding well, I of certainly, how... Certainly, yeah, I, I learned that there were different different people than myself who at the end of the day by their profession, by what they professed, would wind up in the same place I'm going to. Right. So, that was probably the most eye-opening thing, right? And, but just the, and, the different and, backgrounds and... Types of underwear types of underwear <laughs> but it was it was crazy for me and and it was mind-blowing for me because when i got into that they just assumed oh here's the cool kid from his high school no were they the cool kids from their high yes. school yes and so, i well, went but, so they, they were all from south dakota right no no uh, one was minnesota one was S- uh, emmitsburg and oh, i went okay. to emmitsburg he was indeed that's right he was the, the cool kid the i forgot cool about kid. him and we went to Mitchell with another one, and he was indeed one of the, like, you're, they say, we're going to go to this party, and you show up, and they're like, oh, who's your friend? And oh, man, and yeah, yeah. And then you say something like weird, because that's what I did. That's what I do. Like, whoa! It was mind-blowing the entire time. Quite an experience. And so you chose not to bring any of them back here. Correct. To keep the went, charade going. No, then, when right? we were like, finally busted. I'm actually the, too popular to go back to Sanborn. I just don't want to cause yeah. a commotion. When, when we were finally busted by the police for the last time and the, and the management. Your, your apartment? Our apartment. And management had had enough with us. There's like a month left of school. And the crew was like, well, let's go find another apartment. And I'm like, no, I got a month left. I'm done. And then I went and lived with my uh, uncle and aunt. Yeah. Yep. And that was like detox. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get myself right (laughs) going out into the real world. And it wasn't a literal detox, but it was... I went home and they they had nothing. No internet, no nothing. I I played the Microsoft pinball game and listened to my humongous collection of of uh, Napster, MP3s. Napster MP3s. <laughs> and that's what I did. Or I watched like a their wild four Friday channels. night was Tater Tot Casserole to no, spice they, things up yes, a bit. That's that was my last <laughs> month to calm me down before I went home and assimilated back into but it you know I'm I'm playing this up a little bit, but it certainly was just an well, eye opening like this is incredible. Your okay. room springer he, was over. You, I, you did. That's about right, too. I, I was gonna say like it reminds me of some sort of Disney princess. That but it's like being a, it's it's like when you say, "Oh, I wish I could be a fly in the wall." There, I was a fly on the wall a lot of times. And when we got pulled over, I was thankful I was the fly on the wall because the fly on the wall ain't drinking. And when you blow the breathalyzer and it shows zeros, and all of a sudden the police stop calling you a liar, and now you're on their side. That's really kind of nice. I had that, that more than once. Meanwhile, Mitch, 
is, who is it, the same uh, yesterday, today, and forever. Going back to his seventh grade assignment where it said, where will you be in 30 years? He's oh. exactly where he wrote in seventh grade he would be. I will have quit seven <clears throat> jobs in four Shut. years. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast before, but Ooh. we did we did this, uh, what what they call it? There was a class called like workplace readiness or something like that in, in high school at South Dakota. It was one of those state mandated classes where you... Like Dude, trying, career, it wasn't the trying, army. The army didn't put it on. It was an ROTC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or boys. It's prisoner, this yeah. boy. Yeah. Boys town. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, you had to do like a career assessment, assessment, yeah, type of deal. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, my top two results for that were salesperson. Like industrial salesperson or something they called it, which would have been machinery and that you know something along those lines, mm-hmm. and a banker. Hmm. What what did you think when you had received those results? Did you laugh at them and thought they were? Just uh, the ridiculous? other one was agronomist, so ag related. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. So I guess I am on the I am on the path that that you had that, set out. And for I did, no, I did. I didn't think that. Uh, I wasn't interested in any of that at the time, actually. Well, of course not. Well, yeah, yeah you were a kid. Yeah. Hey, whoever wrote the algorithm to figure that thing out, though, yeah. is a genius. Yeah, put yeah, the, I wonder what put, mine said. Put them in the, the freaking Hall Why of Fame were they with, working? The, with the Oregon Trail <laughs> people. Hmm. Speaking of things we're thankful for, we are sitting here drinking beer. Yes, we are. From some very generous listeners. First yes. off, I am enjoying a rum barrel-aged Triple. Belgian triple from Drink Me Brewing Company. Age 32 months. Age 32 months, uh, 11.3% alcohol. So it's a sipper, <laughs> uh, but courtesy of Adam Besaw, thank a you. very loyal listener. Yes. So not, thank not, you to Adam. Not his first contribution, Adam, and we we appreciate you more than you know. More, we, more than all of the beads of sweat that are uh, appearing on Mitch's brow can express. I have uh, actually opened two on this segment because I did not want to interrupt because, you know, we're half hour in. So why wouldn't I drink two beers in a, or at least a beer per half hour? But um, New Glarus, Spotted Cow, mm-hmm. thanks to uh, Paul Otterman, good friend of the podcast, good friend of ours. And he, he was smuggled that beer. Across he did. State right. lines. He smokied and the banded it. It. He'd be the bandit. Right, yes. Smokey, the Smokey was, was on his yeah, tail. Smokey yep. was on his tail. Yep. I'm just, I, I just stopped, started to thinking about maybe he can grow a sweet mustache like that. Could he, can he do a Burt Reynolds mustache? I don't know if he could pull it off. He's just going to have to try it. There's only one well, way there's, to know. There's yep. a challenge for Paul, I guess. Yep. Uh, Chris said just... Let this happen because of science. Let, let, let you, <laughs> we, the world needs to know if we can make this happen. And we're back with segment three next. Well, I'm still a little like nostalgic. A little bit, yes. Okay. But then also I get over that. But also uh, thinking about how you came in guns blazing, even though we were ready to jump you for being absolutely stupid. I was on the phone and I oh. went home and I forgot that I have a mm-hmm. uh, uh, look you know a job 
There's people a responsibility to there's friends people you're no, on the phone. Of. It's a responsibility. It's not. No, it's a responsibility. If you say you're going to be there, you're going to be there. Oh, for sure. That, yeah, for, yeah. That's, that's a Dutch thing. Yeah. Or, no, that's a man thing. We don't really have. Well, okay. Right here, buddy. Well, thank you you're for the welcome. bottle opener. Yeah. But okay, yeah. Now I was on a phone call where I had to pay very close attention to the words I used while you were driving. There's a oh, lot of times swear. while you were driving. It was your pastor. No, it oh. was a competitor. <laughs> Remember? Oh, Price that's right. Fixing. Oh yeah, yeah. We're so- selling concrete to the state. Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like you're having, careful, and you want care, to pay hey, attention hey, to everything careful. they're saying and how they're saying it. Our state auditor listens to this podcast, so well, you may want to choose your mm, words wisely. Mm, mm. Remember, we're found under category uh, humorous. F. Yeah, category. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just busy. I was thinking hard about what we were talking about, and... So first, I had a phone call from a contractor who wanted to talk about a job and this and that. And then I'm looking at the AC. I get that buttoned up. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. And I get in the pickup, and I should have headed to Washington Avenue. But I just kept trucking right out of town. (laughs) And I get home. And then I sat at home for probably five minutes staring at the shop door, finishing up my conversation. Because if I go in the shop, I lose all reception. (laughs) So then you hang up, and I look, and there's multiple texts. And there's texts on my phone. And I'm like. Oh, whoops. Wonder if those guys are waiting on me. <laughs> yeah, but then I called. I, I called because I wanted to, you know, adequately explain what had happened. And what? you couldn't even answer because you were on some phone thing. So then I was like, oh, yeah, no, this ain't no big deal. Wayne's nowhere near ready to record. Come to find out, we've been sitting here in the in the hot box for the last hour. Do you know why I really didn't want to come here on time? Because you'd first said, let's record in my office. And you know what happens when I get here on time and we record in your office? Oh, yeah, I got a phone call to make, man. You want to move all, you want to stuff. Move all of our stuff up here? You know, we're going to That's exactly everything. what happened. He was on, I'm on hold with tech support if you want to start moving stuff. <laughs> and you were, and I so came you, in unlike here and I'm me, like, I'm a pushover. You were like, oh, yeah, no way, man. We're I just said sweat. it's plenty comfortable in here. No, no, he was not being uh he wasn't being the forceful guy. He was being the salesman guy. Well, I mean, really, it's just it, it's eighty three in there. There's no, I mean, really, it's, it's just, really it, the humidity, and the humidity yeah. isn't so bad in there. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. not, not the, the, well, if you would have turned the AC on when I told you to at four thirty, it's not gonna make a difference. Oh no, an hour of running the AC wouldn't make any difference in a hundred square foot. Room. I have an R rating. Zero. <laughs> I have an R rating that is in the negative. Why do we even have it then? Because because you have. No, a, because, uh, <laughs> We, so anyways, we need to be nice because we're we sent out an email we're looking for a sponsorship maybe naming rights to the studio to get some air conditioning in here because well we need to get a spray foam guy too apparently right yeah jr spray foam and johnny's air conditioning here johnny's air conditioning yeah because i'm not gonna do it i'm way too busy <laughs> you guys don't expect me to install this thing do you? because it ain't happening no, I we want it done right. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I I've never t- hired anyone but be, you. I want to be paid for it. Oh, well, that yeah, ain't I put it in here and get paid. Whatever. There's paying customers out there. You get paid. You you know that. Just tag you get, it onto somebody else's bill. They'll never know the geez. difference. It's There's some people you're right. There's others <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be billed at all. <laughs> 
Right. Yes, I do. Now, I'm talking about just the podcast. I'm not talking about super high tech. I mean, I understand that there's some give and take and some help and some back scratching going on there. Well, there Rob's he, not listening, right? No, we're good. No, good. And he's not part of the IRS. Because <laughs> <laughs> I found that the different branches. Oh, we're back up. What I like is that uh, hamster fell off the wheel. I, I redid the breaker, and the first thing that you guys do as soon as the lights come back on is check your phones as if there was a correlation there. Oh, we got power back. Who, who, who texted me in the last 30 seconds? It was an involuntary deal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Brain said, so I did. Apparently, I need to have better than 20 amp in the no, that's summertime. No. That's all you can do, man. Don't put don't put the penny behind the fuse. Well, I can put thirty in. Thirty's fine. I mean, when you've got- well, it, as long as your insurance premiums are paid, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, don't well, keep well, any I important should, I- documents here. <laughs> I should be I sure to notify than- your adjacent <laughs> business that <laughs> check their insurance. What? 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 Uh, be sure your replacement. Mysterious electrical fire. Hmm. Speaking of insurance. Uh, um, Have you people, heard of Budsies? It, <laughs> well, th- that was much more purposeful. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Me putting in a thirty amp fuse in, as opposed to a twenty amp would would raise. See, that's less how you eyebrows. would do it, right? What is this like, OJ? If I were gonna do it, <laughs> well, I mean, if you were gonna do it, that would be the smarter way to do it, wouldn't it? 100%. Yeah, but then, but then you wouldn't really know when's she gonna go. It might be at a very inconvenient time. If like you do in the middle like of business buzzies, hours. If you do it and buzzies, you would have to ask everyone to leave yeah, and then send a text to your employees could, about, couldn't do yeah, it we're going to have to get together. If this seems suspicious, it was. Yeah. Oh. Let's all get together so we can get our story straight. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Mom asked me today, she stopped at the office, said, so are you, are you uh, looking for cars for Asus? And he's turned 14 now, and then... but. He won't be able to get his school permit till about the first of the year. So I said, I'm going to wait until people start defaulting on their loans. <laughs> and <laughs> banks are looking at unloading some nice used cars is that, in the is used that car a, market tank. Is that a January thing? Like, that's, that's, what I'm that's looking when at. things I'm come to maturity. Because <laughs> apparently yeah, you can that- just make an automobile loan and not really even care if they're truthful. Uh, uh, it's, it's a lot like watching House Hunters. Uh, I'm an interior uh, designer and make $1.5 million. <laughs> it's like, oh, That's the same thing for getting yeah. an automobile. Because I read somewhere where it's like 4% of automobile loans are actually followed up on and checked to be sure that their in- what they wrote down for income is true. You mean I could yeah. have been fleecing banks this whole time? Yes. Oh, with dumb. With the... But now Iowa State Bank is going to know. People's Bank is going to know. But go up <laughs> to the city and say... Yeah, I want to. I want to do some one of your in-house loans thing. What do you make a year? No, two hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, sign here, Here's sir. Your, <laughs> I, yeah, I really had no idea. Because I do you I need the number those, for the Jaguar dealership? <laughs> just an Audi. I <laughs> I've filled those things out. I've always kind of thought, well, if you're not honest, that's not good. They they obviously know somehow. Turns so out they, no, mo- they must they don't not check. run a credit check when you. Well, well your check credit doesn't check doesn't reveal say what your you income. Make. No, I I would fair, say because then they'll say the oh, large yeah. finance companies are not verifying income because at all. for some reason automobile 
loans are outside of the governance so, <clears throat> of like mortgages. A lot, a lot of this, yeah, mortgages became more regulated after the housing crash in 2008. It used to be you could apply for a home mortgage based on stated income. And you, and you as a buyer, as a borrower, were stating that I make X dollars per year, mm-hmm. and that's good enough for the lender. Boy, that'd been boy, something. That, man, you know. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to afford it, but boy, that'd been something. <laughs> sure, this half a million dollar house here. Well, and you could take out, at that time, an adjustable rate mortgage where you paid interest only and blah, 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 blah. And that led to a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. So if you hate all the paperwork and BS you have to deal with now, it's because people abuse the system. Yeah. A lot of those regulations, though, don't apply to consumer loans. So automobiles, yeah, they got to make there their money somehow. Buy here, so there here. are subprime auto mortgages, just like there were <laughs> subprime home oh, mortgages. But I don't understand. Yeah. So these ago. banks that are willing to be like, oh no, we didn't check. So they're just perfectly fine to just go bankrupt eventually because so many people default, or are they selling their Almost, loans to other places. The people who are going to be de- selling their the loans. people who are going to default are a small percentage. But here's the beauty of it: you get the car back. Yeah, they don't really <laughs> want the car back. I know they don't want it, but at least they have something. It's not like a credit card, which is totally no, you're, unsecured. You're talking the about the people who want the car back are the buy here pay here. Yeah, places. it's a buy here pay here oh, for sure because twenty four percent interest, know, right? Exactly, and they collect $1,000 worth of payments, which was zero principal, and they just get to take the car back and sell it again to the next guy who can't make the payment. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm, I, you know, we were visiting, we went camping this last weekend and visited with a friend that was camping there, like, yeah, you know what, a toy hauler would be pretty cool, and a guy from church who has a toy hauler and myself were like, wait one year. Yep. Because I think there were a Mine will be for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Real good price. I, I think there were a pile of campers that were bought up in the last two years, and you're oh, going to have yeah. people that either don't use it or people that are going to default. It's the COVID, I, the COVID, the free COVID money. I glut. would have thought it would have happened already. True. Well, I, yeah. and I don't know if it was all free COVID money because your average Joe didn't get your fourteen hundred dollars stimulus. Well, didn't no, buy it's an not, eighty thousand dollar camp. No, but it was that combined with not going out because you couldn't. You know what? We're going to camp. It was, it was not, every weekend. It was not going out, and it was historically low interest rates at a time when home values were rising, and people could go out and take a do a cash out refi on your home. Oh yeah, and make the down payment on a camper and a boat mm-hmm. and a side by side and a blah blah Ooh, blah. Wee. God, I, I Which, you know, I wish I had a boat. And, and not that everybody that has those <laughs> has a boat. Not that everybody that has those yeah, things but he's can't not afford that friendly them. when he's not on the podcast. That's bull. Oh, really? When you <laughs> when your hands are on the steering wheel or on well, the well, maybe if you offered to chip in jerk. for gas. Oh, Ooh. I'm yeah, kidding. Right, right back at you. you that's <laughs> between why, why, you and why? my dad. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But I, yeah, I think there's a fair amount of people out there. Probably less so in Northwest Iowa. But it, in the so, world at large, that but what's interesting, the chickens are going to come home to roost. You start seeing the um, like the stories about the PPP loan abuse and things like that. Like now they're starting. No, to, they're the, yeah, right. <laughs> but there are people like now in Northwest Iowa that were implicit in some of these like several hundred thousand, if not million dollar um, schemes to game the government for this free money. Yeah. So yeah, there's got the bottom's got to come out of this thing, which I guess it is in the form of inflation. But uh huh. There's <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, I know. I, I get a kick out of that. Not that the fourteen hundred dollars stimulus helped with inflation, but people blame. Well, yeah, you give everybody fourteen hundred bucks, and yeah, but that was such gonna be, a small percentage no, of the amount of no. money the government. You go look at the out. list of PPP loans, some of which were legitimate and deserved and needed, hundred percent. And I am not throwing stones at anybody. I have, I have Democrat customers. That's uh, not Mitch. Democrat. It was Trump was the one who pushed that program. That all happened before any Democrat was in office. There were no Democrats in Congress? Before your guy, Jim. Before the Democrats were in power in Congress and before we had a Democrat president. That all happened well before that. So you can't blame it on them. You can blame a lot of other stupid BS on them. But okay. uh, but that's an unfair assessment to say, yeah, well, that was all. But do you ever feel like you're uh, kind of one-sided in who you're blaming? Like you're, you're, what the you're, hell are you talking about? Like it's, <laughs> it, you're really piling on Trump. I would think you were, you're maybe a little unfair to our man, Trump. Shut up. Like, like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Why are you saying this? We haven't talked about Donald Trump on this podcast for two years. Why haven't we? I don't know. If I was so unfair, I would have been trashing him all the time, right? Well, you just refuse to speak his name. What? <laughs> You're such a dumbass. <laughs> Knock it off. So, with the increased cost of used vehicles and everything else and all this so five years ago, I purchased a side by side from Glens in town, mm-hmm. and the top end speed is like forty five, and it winds up so loud. It's it's just really loud. It's not fun to really comfortable speed is like thirty. So we've got a you're, couple pastures you're bitching, now. You're bitching about a brand new side by side. Okay, it's continue. Correct. It's five years old. It's five years old. But he was so, bitching about it when it was brand new. No, I like it now. It worked great before. But the problem is now we have a pasture 16 miles north and 8 miles west. And don't want to take the truck all the time. Want to So 30 mile an hour. So we're, all right, let's trade this in towards Stop. a ranger that can go 70 miles an hour down the gravel. On a gravel road. Which with, is, makes perfect sense. Yes. But we can go 50 comfortably and be fine. But my the what I'm getting now just hold on my head hurts they will give me the same amount of money for my mule now five years later as what I bought it for yeah that's the increased in value among these UTVs because you're buying something at an inflated value well huh. true how does inflation work gee I don't know Pat what this do you is, think this is an yeah, example but, yeah, of but not normally works, but- normally Wayne it wouldn't matter that alright the new one went up five grand so mine went up five grand that's that's not normally how it works. It went up five grand, and mine still depreciated. But there is such an outsized demand compared to supply for the new. It's propping up the used. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the used we, is we overvalued saw, relative and, and to we new. And we talked about in the this. used cars market. Yeah, yeah that, yep. that's why I bought it. That's yeah. why I bought a new pickup because yep. the new pickup went up two grand. If there were but the used, value of my truck went up ten grand. Yeah. So why the hell would I not trade it off at right. that point? I yeah. mean, it's silly so it's not the same. It's the yeah. same place I'm at. If there were used mules sitting at Glens, they wouldn't give me what I'm what they're giving me. But it's there. There's just the <laughs> fact that we'll we'll give you what you paid for. It. I just love that your rationalization for getting a new mule was, well, the pastor lives this far away. Pasture. <laughs> Look, I, boy, love, all right. I love my pastor. I love my pastor. Well, he didn't. But I'm not driving he, to his house. He didn't announce it. I'm like, your pastor lives that no, far. No, away. I understood. I think everybody understood fence. except oh, yeah, Wayne. Except God. you're the only guy that was like, shush. Does he have to go? I mean, is he Catholic? Is he going to confess his <laughs> sins? <laughs> what's is he, he what's so he making terrible? That trip it's a for? daily thing. <laughs> 
Oh, it's a bad day. I better swing past church. That makes it doubly tax deductible, I think, because it's a donation to the church and it's used for business purposes, right? right? No, it's it's all about the farm, man. Schedule F. Me to the moon. How is your new uh, cattle ground, your new uh, pasture area? Tell you what, if someone asked me the other day, do you have any advice for someone that's going to try to do what I did, transition some row crop ground into pasture? My advice is don't do it on back-to-back drought or nearly drought years. <laughs> if we would have average rainfall, it would be going way better than what is going. I mean, we're surviving. It's going okay, but the plan it, it, says your, it should go better. Your river looks a little, little thin. Right. There's no water flowing through the creek. Yeah. Water always flows here, the sellers said, and it's sellers. But well, the sellers also figured you were going to do row crops. You're going to do what now? Well, it doesn't look like row crops. It looks like we're growing pineapples. Yeah, that it does. <laughs> I drive past there. Every I don't know week. if you guys knew, but I stopped. I stopped home and even <laughs> the farm, even the farm ground at home, the, the just along both sides of the road is just pineapples. It's like boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Hard on stuff. Real hard on it. Hopefully next spring we've got some good moisture and I come out of it just smelling like a rose. But right now, it's like every week that goes by and I've got something left to eat for the cattle, I'm happy. And Mitch, your your crop is going to be bumper? No, it, it'll be fine. I is mean, it what is it? This year? Corner beans. I have soybeans. Did you spray it for the aphids? I did. And a boy. I think we heard them take off when we camped in Polina. About <laughs> five after five every stinking <laughs> <day laughs> morning. <laughs> yeah. So you camped as a what, like a whole Alon's family? My folks and us. Yep. Good times. And then this weekend we're going camping to the Sandy Holler. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, Wayne before has, school starts. Wayne has a permanent spot. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, no, you no. Does it ever bother you when you have to, like, hook up to no, it? No, no. What I, I don't have to hook what up I'm actually to I don't even own a hitch anymore for my pickup. What you I, stay there. What I'm actually lamenting on is the fact that I've had a camper for five years. Yeah, this will be the fifth year. And not once has Aaron said, you want to camp? Let's go camping together. I've offered several times. But Aaron's like, ah, oh, no, I got a thing with a with with a deal. So, two things here. First one is my wife controls when we camp and where. And two, and she doesn't want to camp with you. And she does true. Want to camp no, with you. Oh, yeah, no, I guess that. I mean, that was the unspoken message. Call a spade a spade. Yeah, but you yeah. didn't. You didn't want to go anywhere we go and anywhere we frequent. Oh, I didn't want to go to Paulina. F. Well, no, now. I mean, back well, then, back then, you don't go anywhere now. <laughs> now you you just set your camper and you put plywood around it and you built your deck up against it and you're done. Drives golf cart around. Drives his golf cart well, over a trail that says no gas engines. Uh, no, no, it doesn't say no gas engines. No motorized vehicles? Really? It says, it says no motorized vehicles and then has like a sign saying, oh, we'll allow uh, snowmobiles in the winter. Does not say which so time they, of year. They really mean like F three fifties. Correct. They don't want F three fifties. That on is that how, trail. that's how I read that. That is how mm-hmm. I read that. But then I did see that uh, there was a deal posted in like one of the like the Spirit Lake paper or whatever that uh, people along the trail were getting a little uh, 
const- there was some consternation against the people that had the e-bikes. No, oh. yeah. you're going way too fast, way too fast <laughs> on there. <laughs> Well, I know your cart doesn't go too fast. True, because it barely runs. <laughs> and you hear me coming, so I don't. I don't see wow. what the problem is. <laughs> is that uh, wow. somebody watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang really loud? Oh, but oh no, was, that's Wayne so just was, driving down it, the trail. It was funny because so this past we we just spent um, in this last week we were Thursday through Sunday at the camper, and you know trying to to. Um, uh, it was your summer vacation. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we went to the Abbey Gardner cabin, the site of the Spirit Lake Massacre deal that happened. Um, Little deal. Yeah. <laughs> NBD. Well, so I look at it. So we went out because we had gone on the Queen 2 and you know heard about it through the, uh, the recorded messaging that goes <laughs> off at regular intervals. And so... I'm looking at this map and I'm like, Okaboji Grove Road goes and intersects with the Arnold's Park Road. You go down the Arnold's Park Road, there's no road that intersects. So I turn around and I go back. And you're in your truck or the the, the, the golf cart? Okay. Yep. Because it knows how to get from the campground to Arnold's Park. It's it's very well versed in that. So I'm sitting there and I'm like giving him the phone to my wife. Right, I, I'm not seeing things, right? Like, no, no, this is Okaboji Grove Road intersects with the Arnold's Park Road. Come to find out, it goes into a parking lot for the raceway for Arnold's Park. The go-karts. And, yeah, 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 yep. And there is, uh, like, a one-quarter block bike trail between the parking lot and that road. It used to go through, but now it's more like... Sort of like a cul-de-sac in there. Sure. Okay. So th- that would make more sense why the map said that it did go through. So anyway, we go through there, and uh, so we we start, and there's a lot of people going through there. So then we have to slow down. And we just, yeah, because they're not on golf. Why cart? is the road only as narrow as wide as my golf cart no, now? No, That's no, odd. It, it was a, it was wide enough for a golf no cart. No motorized vehicles and on a road. Okay. So then, of course, when, when when I let off the gas, it's pow, 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 pow. And so <laughs> everybody hits the deck right uh, next to right ah! next to the mini golf. <laughs> and Pirates we, Cove. Yes, it's right next to Pirates Cove. So we're going through there, and it's me on the front, Ava and my wife on the back. So I'm like waving to people, like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" My wife and my daughter in the back are like, just hands over their eyes like this is so embarrassing like what were you not only were you illegally driving an internal combustion vehicle down a uh, bike path but you were disturbing everyone with your backfiring well you know i just gotta get that fixed and this is after he was already you were driving around lost back there for half an hour, the way it sounded back by the no. Abbey Gardner cabin. No, no, no. This it's was, like the wealthiest we part got, of the lakes, by the way. Bluesbury Point there, yeah. is mm-hmm. just, I mean, you have to be like a, a blue blood to even <laughs> sniff that area. And here's Wayne driving, driving around, around there. in circles. <laughs> I was, yeah, I really had... At first, I, I kind of cringed at the, the Cousin Eddie vibe. Now, I just own it. Like, hey, hello. How have you not? I mean, have you thought about trading it in? Trading it in? 
you can't you can't you gonna do this the rest of your life no. just drive around and no. have people think they've been shot at every time you <laughs> drive past it has do you really want to be that guy you're gonna become known as that guy you know Fine. that old there, guy? There's an old guy up there who is <laughs> always drunk on his bicycle wearing a cowboy hat. Everybody knows that guy. You're going to be the other guy everybody knows, the guy on the old crappy golf cart. I've been called worse. So if that's just, my lot in life, what are you gonna I'm, say I'm ready when to the, accept it. When the police come and visit you, you're going to be like, oh, I didn't know. No, I had no idea I couldn't no, be on all, that bike all I'm path. Gonna, all I'm going to say is, Oh, hey, do you want well, a picture? Open container law. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm going to say is, oh, you guys want a picture too? With, uh, with, with, uh, with old Chitty Chitty Bang Bang here? <laughs> it's an 86. It's a classic. She's a classic. <laughs> yeah, classic. Pretty soon you're just going to start hollering out, hollering that out. People will look after it back. It's a 1986. <laughs> no, no all right. Okay. Well, what I have actually found out how to drive it. So that it doesn't do Keep that. Keep it at a minimum. No, I I can go I can go balls out. It's just if I have to like let off like stop. No, no, no. If I have like so <laughs> so say I need to slow down for something, right? Okay. I have to let off completely, and you know because usually like if you're you know you can feather the gas like okay I'm gonna let a little bit less gas go through. Totally normal to have to do this, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. So. <laughs> So if I get the RPMs down to a low enough amount, then I can hit the gas again to go forward at a slower pace. Okay. It's pretty easy. See, what I want you to do is to take it to like Emerald Hills and see how long it takes you to get kicked off the course. That would, would be, be like, get out. Get I, out. You don't we belong should, here. We should try that. You don't get... I, no. I this gonna, is not for you. Yes. I definitely want to cousin Eddie this and I'll just be... Well, really? I'm not going to go with you because I want to be able to go full. back. <laughs> <laughs> the meme of Tyler Woods in his good-looking outfit. Oh, Tiger next Woods to, and, and uh, yeah, Tiger John, Woods Daly. John Daly. Yeah, yeah, you are the John Daly. I am 100% okay with that. <laughs> I will own that. And the rest of the lakes is Tiger Woods. Just That's staring fine. at you. Maybe that means I need to be on Silver Lake. But you know what? I paid means, my money too. No, it means you need to be out of Dickinson County and probably on Dama Pit. <laughs> what are you saying about Dama Pit? It ain't the lakes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's <laughs> true. All right. Have well, you thought of Dog Creek? That's a good one too. Hard yeah. to get in there. Hard to get in there. I mean, it's pretty exclusive. Well, if you show off your sweet golf cart, they might uh, let you in. There are people that back out, pull out. <laughs> Here, you can have my spot with that sweet old cart of yours. I think it's uh, it 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 gives character. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's distinctive. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, bordering on two hours, so about hardly time. any editing is needed. Was hard to edit. No, this one. Will this will be easy. You'll just we'll, we'll let this one breathe because unless you have some sort of overnight epiphany. Hey, we shouldn't talk about this, 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 or no, this. no. Anything I would want to cut out of this episode of stuff you said. So. Like I'll let you when you brought job. up the the finance or no the uh, franchise thing, you'll probably I, be, I bet that's gone. You will, yeah. Uh, you'll you'll listen to that. that no, and you'll be no. deleting and you'll be yeah. You'll no. say no, yeah. no. I'm not gonna get called a lying mf'er at Brady's again. <laughs> <laughs> so nope, not, not going through that. And until next time, we'll see. Legend lives on from the Chippewa down.
of the big lake they called Gitchigumi. The lake it is said never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. What the hell is that? 